Hey, podcast family. Did you know that on May 2nd and 3rd, 2024, our 3D Growth Summit is happening in Nashville, Tennessee? But in-person tickets are already sold out with nearly 400 attendees. But you don't have to miss out. You can get exclusive access to our live stream and post-event recordings for just $395. Yes, you heard that right. For a single fee, you and your entire dental team can learn from our industry leaders with online recordings available after the event. So secure your spot now before it's too late by visiting www.3d-dentist.com slash 3D Summit or give us a call at 855-332-2285 and get your tickets for the live stream and event recording today. Now, let's get to this week's episode. You are what you eat, yeah. right? In dentistry, your, your revenue is directly related to your schedule. Your enjoyment is directly related to your schedule. And so to me, your, your schedule is everything, mm-hmm. right? It's, your schedule is what dictates your enjoyment, your profitability, your revenue growth. So getting real granular control of your schedule, thinking about it differently than they did in the 90s and 2000s, thinking about it more modern, more more holistic in terms of the dentistry that we're doing, the type of dentistry we're doing today, is, is really what moves and changes a practice and really kind of keeps people in the game uh, and kind of really just kind of re, re, reinvigorates people. We've been misled to believe that dentistry, more specifically the dental business, has to be complicated. Dentistry can be simple and dentistry should be simple. Are you looking to increase your revenue in 2023? This week, we're gonna talk about inventory management of your schedule, not of your products and your practice, but of your schedule and how that directly affects your ability to grow your practice. But before we get into this week's episode, let me turn it over to my still pregnant (laughs) co-host Meredith. You know, some people are going to listen to this months later. <laughs> They're going to think, still? There's yeah, no way. Still. Just, you know, you're no, going to keep I mean, popping like, more and more out. <laughs> no, that's true. Okay. I hope not. So. No, I hope for you, yes. <laughs> okay. Selfishly, I was no. just thinking <laughs> to get it over with real quick and be done. <laughs> Before we get into today's episode, because we know T-Bone can go on and on about inventory management, I would say this is probably... I was really just going to go on and on about making fun of you having babies. One of his most popular and favorite things to talk about. Um, I have a Google review of 3D Dentist. So if you have not left us a Google review of 3D Dentist, we would highly appreciate it. This one is five stars and says, The Future of Dental CE. T-Bone can analyze and solve clinical and practice management problems better than anyone. His ability to assemble a team of like-minded educators like Sully, Aaron, Hutan, Blue, etc. is going to keep things growing for years to come. No pretense. It's all about having fun and learning. Highly recommend becoming a part of 3D Dentist. I agree. So thank you, Dr. Dave Turok. Yes. Appreciate that. Yeah. Well, let's get into today's episode. With inventory management, I know you already kind of touched on it, but that's people are not thinking what we're thinking. Yeah. So maybe kind of talk to us about what inventory management of the schedule is. Well, so you, what you do is you count how many bonding agent <laughs> models. No, I'm just kidding. How many blocks you have, divide <laughs> no, them by. No. You know, inventory management for me is really kind of two things I look at. One is what items do I want to have on my menu? So at what point do we take certain things off the menu of what we provide in the practice or add things onto the practice uh, in terms of services that we provide? 
And this week, what I actually want to talk about when it comes to inventory management is how we then determine uh, how many of each procedure we're willing to allow ourselves to do per year. And the, the best analogy for this is you can go to the grocery store and um, say you want to buy, there's 100 people that want to buy loaves of bread, but the grocery store only gets 75 loaves of bread per day. You, only 75 people can buy bread yeah. in that situation. There, Once you run out, it doesn't exist anymore. And we have to start taking that approach to our schedules in terms of the procedures we provide and how many of each procedure we provide. Because here's the truth. Not every procedure is equal in terms of revenue and profit and or time allowed. And believe it or not, even in enjoyment. Yeah. So that's kind of really uh, the, 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 the genesis of the inventory management exercise. And what we provide. Yeah. So I think we always say it's funny that you would go to a grocery store and try to buy a ceiling fan. If you were to go to the dentist, they'd say, yeah, we'll go buy it for you and yeah. sell it to you. Unless. Unless. <laughs> I'll go buy Sonicare's yeah. and, right. and sell it to you for more for less than I buy it for and then exchange it all in the effort. I mean, it doesn't make any sense, right? right? Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about um, how do you determine what your inventory yeah. should be? Well, I think this is a great time to do it, mm -hmm. okay? Because one, it's the beginning of the year, Yeah. okay? So now we can start looking at what does this look like and all of that. And to me, the best and easiest way to do inventory management is to run a report of the procedure, the top 20 procedures you provide, how many you did in 2022, and, that's, and, then, and then that's your baseline starting point of your inventory management. And then you assume that those procedures took you 100% of your time, or if, hey, you had a lot of time left over, now you, it only took you 75% of your time, but that's your baseline starting point of how long it took. Okay, so that's kind of the first step is to, to figure out what you did in 2022, uh, and then figure out how much time it takes to do that, and then decide how many of those, those particular procedures, how many do you wanna do in 2023? Okay. Yeah. And do you think working backwards is a good way yeah. to but, set goals or yeah, well, the basically second, to see if your goals are realistic? Yeah. And the second thing I would do before we get to that, yeah. the second thing I would do is then I would start saying, okay, which procedures do I want to add to my menu this year? Because if you add something, if, you have, if, your, if your store has only this much space to put products on the shelf, if you put, if at some point when you keep adding to your shelf, the shelf starts falling yeah. over, correct? correct. And if a dentist was running the store, <laughs> only the profitable things would fall off the shelf and they would only sell the non-profitable procedures. So when we add something to our shelf and we're at 100%, something has to come off the shelf. That doesn't mean it has to come off completely, but a certain amount of them have to come off, okay? Right. Uh, so that's, the, that's, that's kind of the second thing I would do is start anticipating what new things am I going to do and... Or what things do I want to grow? So let's say in 2022, I was 100% used in my time, okay? Right. And I did 50 implants. And next year, I want to do 85 implants. Well, that's adding 35 more implants. So to add 35 more implants to my limited shelf, either I've got to take some things off the shelf or I've got to make my store bigger, and I don't necessarily want people to make their store bigger. That takes, a, that takes longer. That's a one or two, three-year process right. to make a store bigger. So I want them to start taking certain things off of well, the Well, I shelf. think some people get forced to make their store bigger, not mm -hmm. by choice, but trying to squeeze 
procedures in to hit that 80, by not doing this inventory management, they say, oh, I want to do 85 implants. The only way to fit those 35 extra implants in is through lunch, after work. So extra they're, days, so they're double working booking. Fridays, yes. So they're inevitably making the store bigger, but not mm-hmm. by choice. That's just the only way they know how to yeah. fit it in. The third thing I would do in this situation is I would then evaluate my revenue from 2022 and say, did I meet my goal mm-hmm. for 2022? And or what is my goal for 2023? So use easy math here. Let's say my goal, let's say I did 900 grand in 2022 and that was my goal. But this year in 2023, I want to do a million. Then I got to look at it, but I I worked 100% of the time. So now I got to look at it, which low profit items need to come off the shelf to make room for more profitable items on the shelf, whether those are existing items or new items. Right. I hope I hope people I hope this yeah. is making sense. I know it well, makes sense to you. Well, that's what I was going to say. Let's, let's walk through um, Dr. Hetrick in our office. Okay. okay. So let's. I know we've done this with her a couple mm-hmm. times. So let's walk through. She works four days a week. Mm-hmm. So she has eight hours, four days a week. So she has thirty-two, 32 hours. hours a week. Right. So is this how, how, did you do it bi-weekly? Did you do it monthly? Like, how did you break it down? Well, I start from the year picture. Okay. Okay. For, to me, I, everything, I don't live in the world of daily. I don't micromanage right. the day. Yeah. I, I kind of look at everything, you know, on a monthly basis and then that a uh, yearly basis and then broke that down into a monthly basis. So she has 32 hours in her inventory. Yeah. Okay. So then what we did is we said, what procedures do you provide? Fillings, crowns. Uh, extraction grafts, root canals, implants. Yeah. Okay, let's call it those five procedures. Single implants. That's so yeah. what she does. Okay. Then I said, how much? How much? How much time do each of these procedures take? And nothing can be less than an hour. Right. Okay. So fillings are an hour. Crowns are two hours. Root canals are hour two hours. Uh, extraction graft is one hour, and implant is one hour. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now we have kind of where this goes. And then we say, how, historically, how many did you do in 2022? Right. Okay. And that produced X revenue. And where does your revenue want to get to? And these reports, these were just reports printed from EagleSoft. Yeah. In our case, EagleSoft, yeah. Open Dental, Dentrix, whatever mm-hmm. you use. And then from there, we start working backwards. Right. Okay. And then we said, let's, I'm making up numbers yeah. now. Hey, I did 400 fillings in 2022. Okay. okay, and my question, let's pretend you're Dr. Yeah. Hetrick, okay? Dr. Hetrick, do you want to do more or less fillings in 2022? Less. Let's say, say, well, but somebody has to do the fillings yes. in the practice. right. So you have to do at least that many. Okay. Okay, so, but you don't want to do more. No. Okay, and each filling takes uh, an hour, let's say. Okay. Some of them are going to be multiple, so let's call that 300 hours. <clears throat> okay. Okay, so that's 10 weeks worth of fillings. Okay. Okay, so we've already said we've allotted 400 fillings for the year. Mm-hmm. That's going to be 300 hours of our... Uh, For the uh, year, about like 1,600 hours. Yeah, 1,600 hours, okay? So okay. that's 300 of our 1,600 hours. Okay. Okay, and then we'll say, hey, you did, uh, let's say you did 240 crowns last year. Okay. Okay, uh, and let's say you want to do 240, we got to do yeah. 240 crowns. We, we're not trying to grow the general part of our practice right. necessarily. Yeah. So we got to do 240 crowns. Each crown's two hours, that's 480 hours. So now we're at 780 hours of our 1,600 hours that are available. Okay. okay. And last year, let's say you did 30 extraction graphs. That's 30 hours. Yeah. Okay. But I would like to do more of those because those set me But up let's start with where we're at. Okay. Okay. So where we're at. And let's say last year you did 
40 implants. And those are, okay. last year you scheduled two hours each for those. Okay. Okay, but this year you're going to schedule one hour each because you've gotten better. So that's 40 hours. Okay. Okay. So whatever the math works out to be at this point, I stopped adding. We're at like 850. 850, okay. okay. So we have 50% of our time. And then there's, let's say last year you did 60 endos. Each one takes two hours. That's 120. That's 1,000 hours. So somewhere my math is incorrect in terms yeah. of what numbers fillings and, yeah. and, and crowds, okay? Yeah. Let's say all those added Probably up to did be, more like five or 600 fillings. Five, or 700. <laughs> yeah. So let's say all those added up to the 1,600 hours. Okay. So I, I'd, look at, I'd look at Katie and say, Katie, uh, last year you used up all your time doing these procedures. Mm-hmm. Where are we going to get more time to do more of these procedures? Would you like to work more days? No. No. Okay. Right. I have three kids. I have family. Yeah. Okay. So, so great. I have to work four days. So now we're going to look at it and we're going to start saying, okay, you know what? We're going to go from allowing you to do 600 fillings to 500 fillings. Okay. That's going to buy us 100 hours. Because we've hired another associate who's going to Or we're just going to say no to patients. I don't know. Okay. 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 So that's going to buy us 100 hours. Okay. And how would you like to spend those 100 hours? Doing extraction grafts and implants. Uh, how many of each? Maybe 60 extraction grafts and 40 implants. Okay, great. So then I'm going to take those 100 hours and I'm going to allocate them to extraction grafts and implants. And then so now when we build our block scheduling, not do we just build it by rock, paper, scissors or whatever, rock, sand, water. the dollar amount. Now we're starting to build it. Now we're going to start building it by procedure. Yeah. Okay. And then, so what happens is now I'll say that, what did I say? You're allowed to do at 500 fillings? Yes. Okay. So we take, uh, let's... Let's make it 600 fillings, okay? okay? So if we take it 600 fillings, that means you're allowed to do 50 per month. Okay. okay. Our inventory is 50 per month. Okay. So that means that we would have 50 spots. We would allow you to do 50 fillings. And at that point, we would divide that up by X number per day. Mm-hmm. So on the average month, you work 16 days. So 16 into 50, let's call that four fillings. Let's call that three yeah. and a half fillings per day. Okay, so that's your allotment per day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then once you hit that number... We don't have any more composite to do fillings. Right. Okay. So hopefully that would be like one appointment a day yeah, doing three fillings, do, right? Doing a quadrant. And then right. and that's, that's all it. you can do for the day. Yeah, or maybe it's, maybe it's two appointments a day, one quadrant and one yeah. single one or two teeth. Yeah. Because, you know, we got we to gotta support the practice, what right. patients need. We, we can't just tell patients you can't, you know, at some point we can't tell them you can't see them for six to eight months. Yeah. Although we want to create that problem and bring yeah. in another dentist. Uh, and so that's kind of how we would do inventory management in this situation. Mm-hmm. And what this does is it starts it starts building your time by procedure and by profitability and by enjoyment. So now instead of because the truth is is how many fillings could we do in the practice? Oh, thousands. Thousands, right? Yeah. And then we would never do anything else else that you'd we enjoyed or made money. Every day you'd be like, oh, what yeah. a day! And some you people know? like that, and that's yeah. okay. And, but most people don't, right. okay? So that's the whole purpose of having an inventory management. The other thing that we learn, the side benefit that we learn from this is that uh, we also start learning, wow, I spend, uh, I spend three visits of an hour each doing dentures. That's three hours a time. I get paid $600, $200 lab bill. I'm really only getting $400, and it's taken three hours of my time to yeah. do a $400 gross gross profit procedure, that doesn't make any sense. So right. we got to get this off, off of the it. Table. Off the off table. The get, get it off our menu. Yeah. You know, it's why Home Depot doesn't sell milk. Right. Right. Because it spoils fast. It spoils fast. Right. And, you know, they don't have enough people coming yeah. through or X, Y, Z. Or they're like, hey, that's not our core business. Our core business is selling 
Would. Light bulbs, man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you know? but actually, they've they've branched out to sell a lot of other things. They sell cleaning products yeah. now, but not anything that spoils, not anything that goes bad over time. Right. You know, it's everything that can sit on the shelves. Yeah. So, so that's the purpose of inventory management. Uh, any other questions on that? No, I think that was really good because that helped people to see like a real life going yeah. through, and then they can plug in their numbers yeah, and absolutely. kind of work backwards to find the hard part of all of this is holding your team members to it right so yeah that's what what i was going to say next is what is the best way to make this change for the team because (laughs) you're not the one scheduling the appointments right you know this is hard bottom line it's hard it's hard it's leadership it's the accountability and the first person you got to hold accountable is yourself you got to start looking you got to start looking out at your schedule not the next day because it's too late to fix tomorrow. Right. Honestly, yeah. it's too late. Yeah. Okay. It's, you got to start looking a week, two weeks, three weeks, a month out and start saying, you know what? Hey, this day we have five fillings. We're only supposed to have three per day. Right. We need to move these two fillings of this yeah. patient. Oh, but, or hey, we've, we've got 70 fillings scheduled for the month, but we only have, we're supposed to only have 50. We got to get rid of 20 patients or 20 fillings. And, and I know some of you listening, like, how, how does that work? How does that happen? I promise you, if you stick to your guns, people will start understanding, or you're going to create a problem that you're then going to have to solve. And that problem may be that, you know what, Uh, maybe I don't have enough space for the number of fillings I do. You know, the best problem you can create is, hey, I push my fillings out, but my schedule is still full of now things that are profitable and enjoyable. And then, hey, now I need to add more days. Or I need to add more dentists, yeah. or I need to drop an insurance plan, or I need to raise my fees. And this is kind of how the real momentum starts occurring in changing your practice uh, for, towards more of what yeah. you want it to be. Yeah, and I will say a lot of this falls on the front. They end mm-hmm. up being the bad guy 90% of the time, yeah, because they're the ones saying no, ended up saying no directly to the patient. Um, the other team members bring them up and say, well, I'll let the front look at it for you because I don't see anything, you mm-hmm. know, and it's the handoff. There's no one for the front to hand off to. So they're usually the ones that have to stand their ground um, the most. And then we've also found that not everyone's quite ready for this all or nothing. Mm-hmm. So sometimes there's caveats or rules that within two days, if a block is still yeah, of open, of course, those still it, exist. Can, it can be filled with something else. So maybe the day before you're looking and saying, why is there five fillings tomorrow? Well, we couldn't fill that implant spot yeah. or we couldn't fill that crown spot. So we put something there. And some yeah. doctors want to be busy, so mm-hmm. they would rather do two fillings than nothing. Some doctors are at that point where they can say, I'll do nothing. Yeah. So it just depends on where you are in your career also. Right. And then one more question oh, before we wrap up. Um, I, I guess we kind hook. of covered it, but why should a doctor consider doing this? Well, because your schedule is what you, you are what you eat, yeah. right? In dentistry, your, your revenue is directly related to your schedule. Your enjoyment is directly related to your schedule. And so to me, your, your schedule is everything, mm-hmm. right? It's, your schedule is what dictates your enjoyment, your profitability, your revenue growth. So getting real granular control of your schedule, thinking about it differently than they did in the 90s and 2000s. Thinking about it more modern, more, more holistic in terms of the dentistry that we're doing, the type of dentistry we're doing today, is, is really what moves and changes a practice and really kind of keeps people in the game uh, and kind of really just kind of re, re, reinvigorates people. So that's, that's why they should do it. If you're, yeah. if you're content, happy, dentistry is just, number one, they're probably not listening to the podcast. Yeah. Dentistry is just kind of a job for you that you go up and show up. Don't, you don't love change. chaos. Yeah, don't, don't change anything. Just keep going you to the shit show every running. day. Yeah. yeah. 
It's a good workout. Maybe they, maybe they stay, that's how they stay thin. Yeah, they run. Or they, they, they smoke in between patients. That's how they get thin. I've seen that also. I, I don't, yeah, I've seen it all. So, anything all right. else, Meredith? I think that's it. For well, Meredith, do you have any baby between now and next week? Not yet. Not yet. Okay. All right. Everybody, thank you so much. Look, if you're ready to change your practice and you, you're not ready to dive in all the way with the mastermind, but you want to learn more about what we do, uh, go to our website, 3d-dentist.com slash resources, and you can download one of our eBooks. The specific one I'm thinking of this week is our Practice Pivot eBook. Uh, you can learn more about how I've transformed and changed our practice by adding new procedures to what we do, and our Practice Pivot will kind of walk you through that. So thank you so much for being a great listener, and we'll see you next week. Hey, podcast family, T-Bone here. Are you a dentist looking to elevate your practice and profits? Then pay close attention. Introducing the 3D Business Mastermind, the dental business coaching program designed for dentists who want to see real results. I've walked the path of practice ownership for nearly 25 years. I know your challenges. I felt your pain. This is your opportunity to overcome the chaos, the busyness, and the financial frustrations of owning a dental practice. Imagine a dental practice where your appointment book is highly productive, doing the dentistry you enjoy, your team is self-motivated, and your profits keep climbing. That's what the 3D Business Mastermind is all about. In this exclusive mastermind, you'll join a league of ambitious dentists driven to elevate their practices. You'll gain access to proven strategies, personalized coaching, and a community that understands your journey. So if you're ready to supercharge your dental practice and enjoy the success you deserve, visit www.3d-dentists.com and take the first step towards a brighter future in dentistry by filling out the 3D Business Mastermind application. Now, let's get to this week's episode.